welcome back, guys, to the, now the third episode of whatever the fuck this podcast is called, because I don't really have a name for it, if you can even call it a podcast. Just, you can just call it Board Guy Talks Rambles Into His Phone About Wrestling in Middle of the Night While He's Stuck in a Midnight Shift at Work, I guess. That's that's the best podcast name in the world, obviously. Uh, so, uh, I guess we'll just talk about the rest of the draft now, because obviously that's over. Uh, I mean, while the SmackDown show was pretty trash, uh, I at least enjoyed Raw. I thought I might be the only one uh, side of that last segment. That was crap. Uh, Yes, let's take the best thing that's going on in the company and just set it all on fire. That makes sense. Yeah. Why aren't we allowed to have a nice thing? I don't know. So. Why, why he's even... How did he even find the Firefly Funhouse? Is, is this just something that travels alongside the company? Or, from and from what Bray made it sound like, it may it seemed like it was really just some like compartment inside of his head where he's safe from being the fiend. And now that the funhouse is gone, which we don't even know if it's really gone or not. I mean, Rambling Rabbit died like how many times, and he came back each time. So I'm not convinced the funhouse is actually gone. It could just come. It could just show back up on Friday and it'll be fine, but uh, we'll we'll have to see about that, I guess. Otherwise, I mean, there's from I've seen I've seen some people say that that was the only thing keeping a keeping a Bray from just being the fiend all the time and destroying everything. So now that uh that's happened, he's just gonna. Now that it might be gone, he's just going to be the fiend all the time. And that's probably just worse for everyone else. So it's kind of like uh, like I posted. or uh, It's kind of, if you watch Dragon Ball Z, it's kind of like when Vegeta's inside Majin Buu's head and he cuts down the pod that uh, the original, the fat Majin Buu is in. And he just cuts it out and then... Super Boo becomes Kid Boo, but if you don't watch Dragon Ball Z, then you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but if you watch wrestling, you probably watched Dragon Ball Z at some point. So, I'm going to assume that you watched it. Otherwise, YouTube is your friend. Anyways. Yeah, I really just, I really don't understand why they they think to do, they think this is a good idea. Everyone loves the Fiend, everyone loves Firefly Funhouse. Why a storyline where someone burns the whole thing down just because that guy's supposed to be the good guy and it's like, we're supposed to hate the Fiend? No. It's not how it goes. It's like, do not take the things away from us that we actually like. That's You're supposed to continue with that. That's how you get us to watch your show. But I guess that's that's too simple of a concept for them. So, uh, and where is this even going to go? So Seth's going to turn heel. Seth has to turn heel. 
For the love of God, stop tweeting, Seth. You should have just kept your Twitter deleted. Correction. It ended by ref stoppage. I bet Mick Foley would have preferred the match to be stopped. I'm like, no. No. It's like, just stop tweeting. What the hell is wrong with you? But never tweet again. I don't care if you love football or if you hate football. I don't need to see you tweet about it if you're also tweeting this stupid-ass garbage. Defending the company's decisions about whether the a Hell in a Cell match should end by a rough stoppage. Because, you know, the, you were, the Fiend wasn't unconscious at all. Cle- clearly. He, I mean, he wasn't unconscious. Well, obviously was unconscious. So what I'm trying to say is, if he's unconscious, that's what he is. Like, they could wait for you to pin him for three seconds to end the match before they call the goddamn uh, paramedics to help him. But, you know, you pretend that, that those three seconds are really important for them to get the paramedics there. Not like they don't not like they don't have to uh, raise the whole cell for them to get in first too. They had plenty of time for you to pin his ass. But, you know, whatever. Uh, other than that, I thought it was alright. Um, for the most part, the draft picks are pretty much alright. Pretty much alright. Uh, I thought uh, they they had a match. They had a Buddy Murphy match, which he won. They had an Andrade match, and he won. An Aleister Black match, and he won. It's just kind of like a showcase for what's to come, really. Uh, the Kabuki Warriors beat Natalia, and for some reason she was teaming with Lacey Evans for some unknown reason. Yeah, uh, I mean, the only. There's only a few things that really don't make much sense. Like, why the hell did you draft Charlotte to Raw? I really don't know. We, God knows, we have to see Becky versus Charlotte 80 million times. Like, they had a match on this show. What else could they do? How many times have we seen that in the past year? We can't, there's nothing more they can do. And then, but then if you don't have them face each other, then what are they going to do? What's Charlotte going to do then? Uh, find someone and face Kabuki Warriors? Find who? Can't, fit, can't team with Becky. So, really, and then SmackDown, and up until some random trade today, had no... Almost no women's division whatsoever besides Sasha and Bailey, and then they got Carmella, and I guess they have Tamina. As if Tamina ever counts. So I mean, now they have to go the exact route of the uh, fantasy booking that I had in the last episode. They have no other excuse but to go with Sasha and Bailey at WrestleMania. There is no other option for them, at least for SmackDown anyway. I, mean, I know they traded Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross to SmackDown, but oh, Bailey spent all summer facing both of them. I realize the alignments are different, but that's not going to be your WrestleMania match because Bailey fu- 
beat both of them together and beat, well, she beat Alexa, and then she beat Alexa and Nikki in the same match. So, there, that's not going to be WrestleMania. Uh, but I guess maybe at WrestleMania, Alexa and Nikki will probably win the tag titles back or something, or at least be involved in that match. Uh, who knows? I mean, honestly, I think they traded Alexa and Nikki to SmackDown just because they need to be able to fill a Women's Survivor Series team at in a few weeks, because up until then they had four women on the roster. Um, any of any of them that are hurt didn't even get drafted, so Liv didn't get hurt. Or Liv didn't get hurt. What the hell did I just say? I have no idea. It's still true. Liv did not get hurt, but that is not what I meant to say. Ruby did not get drafted. Completely different person. Anyways, uh, Ruby didn't get drafted. I guess Ember's hurt. So that's why she didn't get drafted. Nia Jackson didn't get drafted, and then she complained about it on Twitter. Nobody wanted you anyway. Draft yourself to the unemployment line. Sheesh. Uh. Yeah, basically anyone who's not active right now did not get drafted. The Usos didn't get drafted. Who doesn't draft the Usos? I know one of... I know Jimmy, I think it's Jimmy, he's going through some shit right now, but I don't think they're injured otherwise. So you could at least draft them. So now what? Now where are they going to go? Whichever one has the least amount of tag teams, I guess. Regardless, uh, so they have no excuse not to go with Sasha and Bayley at WrestleMania. They have, they... They have to now. It's their only money match. It's like they got Carmella. Okay, so Carmella is going to be Bailey's first feud after Survivor Series. Because, I mean, we know what Survivor Series is going to be. It's just going to be Bailey versus Becky. And then it's going to be the rest of them are going to be the Survivor Series team because there's only five of them. Sasha will probably be the captain. Because uh, Bailey will probably just dictate that Sasha's the captain because they're, they're friends and. The, Obviously, Bailey is the champion, so she should basically get to pick the team captain. So that's how that's going to go. <laughs> yeah. So after that, then I'm. It. It's kind of the whole theme of this is basically going to be friends, or in some fashion, because Bailey's going to Bailey will then face Carmella. Carmella and Bailey used to be friends, at least. I don't think it was ever on screen, but. Well, on screen in in a wrestling fashion, like that you saw on it was called Breaking Ground that they're Bailey and Carmelo are good friends. Maybe they teamed together in NXT before a long, long time ago. But Baymelo used to be a thing, so the two of them will probably face each other at TLC. That'll be the first one. Uh, if Ember wasn't hurt, I'd probably have her go for Bailey again because they had that one story and now that Bailey's definitely a heel. Yeah. So uh, then if I had a guess, Bailey will face Alexa Bliss at Royal Rumble again. And then in some ass backwards kind of way that the whole loyalty thing between Alexa Bliss and Nikki Crossville and friendship, what dynamic, whatever, you want to call it, that will in some way be used in to 
create some kind of rift between Sasha and Bailey, and that's where Sasha will turn face. After that, well, I mean, the story will end, but then it will lead to Sasha turning face. Maybe she'll win the Rumble? I'm... I really... Really think Ronda's going to win that, but Ronda doesn't really need to. Kind of feel like Sasha would actually need to win the Rumble for this. Even... Maybe ba oh, that, or maybe Bailey Costa like eliminates Sasha because she sees her as the the only threat left to her championship. Maybe we'll see. And then obviously Bailey versus Sasha at WrestleMania. And then like a lot of okay, so Sa Sasha fans get a lot of shit from other fan bases, but one thing I will say and. We are impatient as fuck, and we are, some of us are clearly overreacting that Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross got drafted to SmackDown. Okay, so, I realize that there's, we've had to go through a lot of shit, but you, you need to calm the fuck down. This is, go, this basically has to happen. There is no other way for them to go. They don't have anything else on... Oh, they also have Lacey Evans. I forgot. But she's you. Whatever. Uh, regardless, this this uh, this story has to happen. Just because Alexa and Nikki got drafted to SmackDown doesn't mean that this story is not going to happen. I realize that Alexa Bliss has hogged the women's title for... A very long time, but she also hasn't had the women's title in quite some time now, too, either. So, calm down. I realize she's still pushed farther, way more than she should be, but you, we do have to calm down a little bit. So, they have to, they're, they're going to be on the show. They have to exist somewhere. It would be better if they existed on Raw, but they're not. And you have to have people on SmackDown. You can't just have them fighting Carmella every week. You can't have Sasha and Bailey fighting Carmella for four months until the split eventually happens. They have to have other people, and two people, Alexa and Nikki Cross, are friends. You have to have some kind of element this kind of element for them to go against. For the, uh, you have to have a team for them to go against. So, it's a necessary evil, basically, is what I'm trying to say. Calm down. Alexa Bliss is not winning the title. Alexa Bliss is not going to WrestleMania to beat Bailey for the title. That's not happening. Don't worry about it. And if it does happen, then we'll talk about it then. But it's not going to happen. So just, you're overreacting just because she got traded there. Yes, they said it was a blockbuster trade. It was a meaningless trade. Their their wording is a little off. They they literally traded Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross to SmackDown for nothing. Raw got nothing for this. It's like, Raw's like, we don't want Alexa Bliss or Nikki Cross. First off, they drafted them separately. They wasted two picks on them 
and then traded them for nothing. In hockey, that's called trading them for a bag of pucks. So I guess in this reality, or in wrestling, it's trading them for uh, some wrestling boots, I guess. What, a, a bag of wrestling boots? I don't know. So let's just let's not worry about that for now. I know I was, like, extremely, like, confident that Sasha was going to win an Hell in a Cell, and then that didn't turn out the way I expected it to. But now they they literally have no other choice here. There is nothing else. Bailey and Alexa Bliss is not a WrestleMania match. Also, apparently the match that Bailey had with Alexa Bliss at Stomping Grounds, I think it was, apparently Bailey hated that match. So pretty safe to say that's not going to be the WrestleMania match because Bailey's not going to Bailey will not be okay with that and so that match is not happening. Alexa and Nikki can be in the tag title match or they can just be in the women's battle royal and that's it. So, I mean that's that's that. Uh let's see. The Viking Raiders won the tag team titles. That was good. That was a pretty good match. I don't know what you do with them from there. Who are they going to face now? I don't know. Uh, Street Profits, bro. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Andrade got drafted to Raw. Hopefully they do something with him. Like SmackDown did not. He won his first match there, but... This one match. Andrade, Buddy Murphy, and Aleister Black. They they bet they better use all three of them. Yeah. All the champions basically stayed where they were. Uh let's see. Did anything else interesting happen? Draft wise. Uh they showed more random sports panels. I appreciated the hockey one. Appreciated seeing Jeremy Roenick during a wrestling show for some reason. Uh, not Mike Miller or Keith Jones. It's Keith Jones. Uh, really, so Ali staying on SmackDown. New Day is staying on SmackDown. Brock is staying on SmackDown. They had a contract signing for Braun and Tyson Fury, which they had a press conference on Friday, so what was the point? Uh, that part can stay away and stay off the show. Why the fuck do I have to watch Bobby Lashley giving Lana a massage? Why? Like, why was that necessary? So, uh, was there anything else that was actually interesting? I'm trying to think. What? Oh, Seth has to have two matches at uh, Crown Jewel, also known as Old Fucks making big bucks number four. Why? It's like, they're going to have a Falls Count Anywhere match, and he also has to be in that stupid tag team match. Oh, Baron Corbin is on SmackDown. Shorty Gable is on SmackDown. Uh... I don't know. I guess 
that's really it for draft picks and all that. I don't really know if I'm going to do any more of these until after the stupid Crown Jewel show is over. Because the rest of these shows until then are just going to be crappy shows building up to it. And honestly, I, I mean, since I'm not interested in any of that, the only thing I'm going to be interested in is any of the women's segments because that's the only stuff that won't be canon for uh, the Crown Jewel because, well, as we know, they can't, they aren't allowed to perform there. Not that anyone should want to, but they can't. So I'll just be looking to see where those stories go, I guess. Because that's the only things that will matter going forward. Imagine if The Fiend actually won the title in Saudi Arabia. That would be like the ultimate fuck you to everyone, probably. Because no one who actually... No one that actually likes wrestling is going to watch this show. They're paid to do it. No one person who actually is getting paid to do it. I don't know, don't know how he's getting paid. Well, I know how he's getting paid. I don't know how he's forcing himself to be optimistic about it. But regardless. I just wish they would stop with these. But that don't never happen. They enjoy their blood money too much. So, I guess uh, Eric Bischoff didn't last very long as SmackDown director or some whatever it's called. You got Bruce Pritchard now. But I don't... I don't really know how much power they have. I don't feel like they have much influence. At the end of the day, Vince, the at the end of the day, Vince still has final say in everything. So I kind of feel like you know Bischoff didn't have much to do with it. Um, what about Raw? Is Paul Heyman's influence? If anything, it's the stupid like Bobby Lashley and Lana shit, and then. The Mike Canellis Maria Maria Canellis baby thing with them. Anyways, Mike Canellis, who just signed five years, is now leaving wants to leave the company too, by the way. Now. Like why the fuck did you sign for five years if you want to leave now? Apparently he working one day a week isn't good enough for him or something. It's like, well you're boring as boring anyway. What do you bring? Sheesh. It's not like it was entertaining. <sighs> Regardless. Kind of sad that they actually uh, broke up Truth and Carmella, though. That's kind of sad. I mean, I, know, I realize SmackDown needs Carmella, but... Uh, Rowan went to Raw without Luke Harper, so is Luke Harper just going to fade into the obscurity again? Because he didn't get drafted either. So, I don't know. I guess Paige was saying that she wants to <coughs> manage Kabuki Warriors again. It's like, how about not? It's like, how about you fix all the problems that you're having? And it, stay away from Oscar and Kyrie. 
They're doing just fine without you now. It's like, like why? Stop latching onto them when you have so many problems with your boyfriend, who's an awful human being, and you just keep defending him. I don't know. I was reading some Twitter mutuals front uh, threads about Paige earlier, and yeah, she's she's a mess. She ruins half of what they were talking about. Not all. It just remi- it just reminds me of five four years ago or just reminds me of Nikki Bella's title reign of doom and those are bad memories. I'm trying to escape them. These days I'm I'm will I'm willing to say that we gave Nikki Bella too much shit. But she she's still not great. Uh she's better than a lot of us gave her gave her credit for. But she's still not great. So that's the best you're gonna get out of me. So still stand by that that title reign was trash. But she's better in the ring than we gave her credit for. I mean Ronda Rousey is so bad that she made me want Nikki Bella to win the title from her. That's how bad Ronda Rousey is. If you can make it, if you can make me want to see Nikki Bella be the champion, you're doing something wrong. So, please stay away, Ronda. Don't want to see you again. You are so not necessary. Now we just we just keep getting more of these freaking UFC or MMA people. We just can't get away from them because we we had Brock and we already we have Brock. Now we we have Ronda and now we're gaining Kane Velasquez too. It's like stop. One was bad enough. Now we have three, and he's signed a multi-year deal. We didn't need him. We don't want him. I want wrestling, not... If I wanted to watch some UFC bullshit, I would watch some UFC bullshit. If I wanted to watch some UFC bullshit, I would go watch CM Punk get his ass kicked again. Because that's just what would happen. I've literally... I've seen two... Okay, I've seen three UFC shows. I saw Brock's most recent fight, and I saw CM Punk get his ass kicked twice. So if he wants to get his ass kicked again, I guess I'll go watch that too. But that's the only way that's going to happen. That's the only way I would ever watch freaking UFC. Got away from my point. Freaking Ronda Rousey made me do that. Go off on a stupid UFC rant. Yeah. So... I don't know. I'm will I'm willing to say that Nikki Bella is better than I gave her credit for, but she didn't carry Paige. Paige isn't actually a bad wrestler. Uh 
that much is not true. Sorry, guys. I shouldn't have to say that anyway. That should be known. Shouldn't ruin AJ Lee. I'm pretty sure AJ picked Paige to win the title from her. Pretty sure that was that was gonna ha- going to happen because there was no one else in the division that was going to take it from AJ. Paige, Paige was the correct person to give it to, and then she had nothing. She get she was given nothing to work with. The, a lot of this is a lot of the stuff that's going on. Like, set, okay, so Seth's title reign is terrible. Yes, I get it. It's it's been terrible. He also was given nothing to work with. If you're given nothing to work with, it's going to be terrible. He had three months of Baron Corbin. You can't blame him for that. There's only so much you can do. They did it. Over and over again. You can't... I mean, what was Paige going to do with Alicia Fox that just kind of started to have character because they had nothing else to do? They gave her a character because she was doing nothing and there was nothing else. Well, Alicia Fox wasn't going to win the title from her. Yeah, the Paige and AJ feud was bad. That's obvious. They were overshadowed by some Nikki versus Brie bullshit that should have never happened ever. And they weren't given any time. And then they had some stupid bullshit angle you have a five minute if you have a five minute match there's only can't do anything with a five minute match when this other monstrosity is having 15 minutes of garbage that we didn't need to see I wish you I wish you died in the womb yeah we totally needed to see that crap I mean I agree with you that feed was shit but you do have to realize they were given nothing. They were given five minutes on several shows, on like SummerSlam, when Nikki and Brie, well, actually, no, that was Brie and Stephanie, and then that started the Nikki versus Brie stuff. Cause, oh, yeah, because that was an extension of Danny Bryan's storyline and whatnot. But then, well, they were trying to have this feud, that feud was going on, and no. I don't think anything actually ruined AJ, it's just she had a neck injury and she had to leave. Of course, they did that stupid 18 seconds at Survivor Series bullshit, which is the start of that awful title reign. That was, that might be the first thing. That was like the first Alexa Bliss wins money in the bank and then cashes in on the same night bullshit. Is Nikki Bella beats AJ Lee for in 18 seconds for the title? It's like no. Like that was god awful. Like and people again. I, 
I'll give Nikki more credit than I used to. I'll give her credit now, but she's not better wrestler than AJ. I'm sorry. That'll never be true. Never, ever, ever will that be true. And that title reign just held everybody else down. They just had to keep going until she broke that record. Because they couldn't, they just had to keep going because AJ retired. So they just, they they made Naomi into a thing. They gave her a character. They finally did something with her. They made, it turned her heel and then she beat her too. It's like, I thought, okay, so you were actually going to do something with Naomi and then you didn't. Because you have no idea what to do just because AJ retired. And then, if I remember correctly, Paige had, like, multiple title matches against her, and they all ended in some bullshit fashion before they called up three of the four horsewomen. And they just had real... They had... Okay, so they had one match on Raw that ended because of some stupid twin magic bullshit, which how in, it was 2015, how in 2015 twin magic still worked, I have no idea. Because they'd been doing that since 2008. I think they debuted, did they debut in 2008 or 2009? I don't remember. Whichever, they started doing that in 2008 or 2009. How in 2015 that, that, shit still worked. I have no idea. It's like, you're just making referees, WWE referees, look freaking incompetent that they can't tell them apart. At, at, at some point, you tie, you get some kind of scarf or something, tie it to one to the one that's actually wrestling his arm, and force them to compete that way. Otherwise, these referees look stupid. And so, and then that happened also at Money in the Bank of 2015, where Paige pinned Bree, I guess, but then Bree st- told the referee that it was her afterwards, so they just ended the match or something. And Paige, just one of many stupid stupid and another stupid ending where like Paige actually pinned her so if she's not the champion okay so if it's Bree then that means you have to restart the match because the match did not end she pinned someone who wasn't in the match so the match has to continue so he had to continue the match or Paige is the champion they didn't do either of those two things so that was a bunch of bullshit. You wanna you wanna know what ruined Paige? It was that kind of bullshit. As a wrestler. As a person she's a whole that's a whole different story. That's all in her. But also I will never forget that I was at the raw before 
three of the four horsewomen debuted. I was at the show before that. Thank you, guys. I, I'm so happy you waited a week. To You made me sit through just more of this bullshit that I would have been so happy to see the three of them debut if it was that week, and I got just more garbage. Because at that point, I'm pretty sure that was the thing I was most interested in, because there wasn't much going on. That was like six months after Punk left, I think. No, a year and a half. Never mind. This is 2015. AJ wasn't there. I was still like figuring out who after CM Punk was was gone and was my favorite wrestler. And I'm pretty sure at that point it was just like Dean Ambrose, AJ Lee, and Paige. So, uh, so I guess I was there for Dean Ambrose and Paige because obviously AJ was gone because she was retired. Yeah, she was retired. Rather. So, so you, I'm I was literally there for that segment, that that story, and I just watch her get. I don't even know what happened on that show, to be honest. Uh, it was just more garbage, basically. I know that for a fact. And then Sasha, Charlotte, and Becky debuted on Robin next week. Oh, somehow that happen that happens to Chicago somewhat often too, because I remember the uh, the Raw before Chris Jericho came back in 2012 was also in Chicago. So, uh, I got to go to the Raw a week before that, too. So, that was great. I mean, we've had some great moments, and then we've had some really stupid things like that happen. So, that's... Thank you, WWE, for letting that happen. Like, giving us the show before the cool thing happens. Anyways, now that heel turn of hers afterwards, yeah, that was that was pretty fucking stupid. For like, yeah, that pro, yeah, her pipe bomb promo, no, that wasn't good. Uh, yeah, on the mic, she's not really that great. I'll give you that. She seems like someone who should be good at being uh, promos, but no. I think I was reminded of a promo. It was some po- poem promo to AJ, and I listened to that back and I was like, oh, that was, that was cringe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, her, I remember being excited about her turning heel at the time, but yeah, that listening to that promo, no, no, that's not good. Then she immediately lost to Natalia. <laughs> so, I mean... It, if you turn heel and you cut a bad promo and then you immediately lose to Natalia, it's over before you're done. So, yeah, at least give me that. And then, after all that, all of her personal shit, yeah. Outside of the one thing, I mean, like, Del Rio, trash, and drugs and whatnot. I don't, assuming there were any. Now, 
I mean, the leaked stuff, that's not her fault. We'll never blame her for that. That's you don't blame that you don't blame them for that kind of shit. I'll stick with you through that because that's garbage she shouldn't have had to go through. But everything else and her boyfriend now and everything since then. And the Sasha shit too. Most importantly uh the rest of it. Uh, yeah. That's enough of that. Uh, anything else going on? NXT and AEW tonight. Guess I think Jericho's defending his title against somebody. I don't remember who. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, again, I don't know if there's going to be any more of these until after Crown Jewel is over. Unless something, like, big and ridiculous happens, there's really not going to be anything to talk about besides, like, NXT and AEW reviews. So, we'll see when the next one of these happens. And we'll call that... We'll call it a day. Hope you have a... Hope you all have a good day.